Hello, I'm Stephanie Luo. Welcome to my podcast, Surface Time, aka Confessions of a Diving Junkie. In this episode, you will get the insight to the five questions that I ask all my guests. Today, you will hear from Margaret Murphy, a dear friend, scientist who does risk assessment for living. Out of your non-diving gears, what are the top three items you will always pack for a diving trip? Yeah, I will say, I think most of our adventure trips have a similar packing regimen. So number one for me is sunscreen <laughs> because I get sunburned in about three seconds. So absolutely number one thing is sunscreen. Second thing, if I am lucky enough to have some pre-information, like a guidebook about the fishes or something of the area, I would bring that because I love having something that tells me that I can get myself a bit more educated about what I should know. Our friend Sonia and I, when we were in Puerto Galera, we went and bought like those laminated sheets with all the fishes on them. We like bought like 10 of them. Yeah. It's so exciting. I love them. They have, have so much potential in them. Look at all the beautiful animals you could see. I love them. So something like that, if I have it, I would bring that. And then what else would I bring? I think something just to enjoy as to the point of this podcast, that you are not underwater the whole time. And so just a good book or magazine, an iPad, if I want to read things online, depending on the Wi-Fi, where I'm going to be for the dive trip. Yeah, something to just take advantage of the surface time and spend some time in the sun or in the shade for me, usually in the shade, maybe with an icy drink, relaxing and reading. The next question. What are the three top tips that you would give on, say, diving? As a relatively inexperienced diver, so forgive me if these all sound silly or, or maybe obvious, I would say listen to your dive master at all times, especially if you go to a place where they really they clearly are looking to take care of you. Any of the warnings, go to the briefing, get all of the background, get all of the information. It sets you up, well, I think, to have a good dive, and it also sets you up well to just be careful about things. I think just be respectful that you're working with people who know the area much better than you. And that extends to all the staff, whether it's people helping with gear or it's people helping as, as dive masters or there's other assistants or driving the boat, whatever they're doing. Just be really respectful of their knowledge, respectful of the roles that they're playing and making sure that you have a good experience. Um, one of the things I always tried to be really careful about and listen very carefully about was sensitive habitats. So if you're diving somewhere, you should not do this. You should not grab this. You should be careful about this. That kind of is part of the briefing element, but especially once you're underwater, when sometimes the excitement can take over, just keeping in mind that it's important to be careful. Again, you're a guest in that environment. You don't live there. It's important to be respectful and mindful of like you and you being there and your potential role and impact in being down there. And of course you want to have fun and you want to enjoy and take care of your dive buddy and make sure that everyone's in good shape. It's a memory that you'll have, but you don't want to leave any more impact than just the memories you take away. That's very nice. Thank you. I promise you the next three has got nothing to do with diving. What is your greatest fear? Ooh, what's my greatest fear? I could definitely go with something very down to earth. I really don't like cockroaches. And I try from a zoological perspective to like them because they are amazing animals and they're huge adaptive and stuff. But yeah, no, they're amazing animals. They can live on soap. It's just unfair. Like they will take over the earth at some point because they're so much better adapted to anything we throw at them than we are than anything we throw at ourselves. But yeah, so I'm, that's not a fear. It's more of a revulsion. And I am a little ashamed of it because I feel like as someone who tries to appreciate the diversity of life, I want to try to appreciate them, but I can't. I really don't like them. And as you may recall in Hong Kong, they're just enormous ones. They're just huge. And it's not good. Yeah, I will tell you, Stephanie, I had one case where I was walking around in Chim Sa Choi and all the overhanging signs. I felt something land very heavily on my shoulder, like very heavily. And it was not a drop of water. Sometimes you get that from the air conditioners. No, it was not a drop of water. Something landed very heavily on my shoulder. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, 
you have two choices here. You either turn your head and look and see what's on your shoulder, or you ignore it completely, and maybe we'll be mentally okay for the rest of your life. So I ignored it, and it flew away. And to this day, I do not know what it was, and I am here in front of you as a mostly functional human being. Because I think if I had actually turned my head to look at it, they would have had to like literally hospitalize me. I would have been so incapacitated with revulsion. Would have been a problem. So to this day, I think it's one of the best choices I've ever made. <laughs> Trust me, I have an issue with any insects. <laughs> right, next. What's your greatest extravagance? Ooh, greatest extravagance. It's not been one that I can put into play over the last two years because we've all been very limited in our movement. But yeah, I will definitely splash out for travel. I try to live fairly frugally, but I will always, if there's a, a good trip to be had, if there's good travel, there's good adventure, I will always, and not five-star resort necessarily, maybe one night at a five-star resort and then the rest of the night in normal hotels or whatever, or motels or bunk beds, whatever. But yeah, I will always, I am less careful about my money when it comes to a good adventure. So that's probably my biggest expense. Yeah, I think that's quite common amongst us, right? Because uh, we don't mind the basic accommodation. But then at the same time, we also don't mind factoring one or two days of five-star hotel, like especially after you've gone on the road trip for like really long time, your body's achy and just book yourself somewhere you don't do anything and get taken care of. Exactly. That's the whole point is you have both, right? I am to this day always grateful that I have a hot shower at night because every once in a while you don't and many people don't for much of their lives if not all of their lives I am always grateful for a hot shower at night just yep I have hot water that's amazing wherever I am just always grateful if I have it yeah and it, it, it feels good because you can sleep in the better <laughs> exactly okay the next question what do you most value friends yeah I value kindness and I value I don't know how to say it. So I, it's part of kindness, right? It's just no drama. I have been lucky, I guess, or have made choices where the friends I have, the bonds are strong and they last. Steph, you and I haven't talked in I don't know how long, but I'm so glad to see your face. You can't see mine, but I can see yours. And I'm so glad to see your face and I'm so glad to hear your voice. And I'm so glad any time you get in touch and the bond is still there, regardless of where we are in the world or how long we haven't chatted. There's no like, hey, why don't you call me? There's none of that. It's just, we know that we care about each other. We know that we are in each other's lives. I know if I ever needed help, all of you would be there. And the same, I hope you know that about me and all of us, all of our friends. So those are the kind of people I value who are there for you when you need them, are low drama, are kind, are respectful, are generous, like just good giving people who care about the world and care about others. Yeah. I agree with you. It's, it's really nice that we're not in each other's pocket. That's one thing. Not at all. But we're also not afraid of asking for help. I think because we feel comfortable and we trust each other and we know that when we do ask for help we're not being judged or yeah just that sense of that at least it's like a family kind of trust yeah i agree with that and the thing is we're not in each other's pockets unnecessarily but when we see each other it's okay tell me what's happening <laughs> like what's going on with you i want to hear the latest when we have the chance to get together there, we absolutely want to know everything are fine if we don't know everything in the meantime when we're separate i, I have a few friendships my Hong Kong friends, obviously you and, and the Project X crew and a few friends from other stages of life. And the ones that last are, are those where the bonds stretch. The bond never breaks. It just stretches and it's flexible and, and it's always there in one form or another. Thanks for that, Meg. Information that you shared is so useful and important for people to actually hear it because uh, 
you, you really have given a balanced thought. I like the way you kept your expression of it so neutral and you just pointed out the facts in the 360 direction. So that really makes the difference. Thanks for having me. I'm so honored. You have just been listening to Surface Time, Confessions of a Diving Junkie. Surface Time is executively produced by Noetic Production and music by Dress Studio. If you have enjoyed our Surface Time chat, please show us some love and subscribe. And if you would like to share your stories on Surface Time, we would love to hear from you. Please email us to faith at surfacetimechats.com.